independent thoughts, independent life. This is Chad Benson. What will Biden do? I don't know. This is just my opinion, my assumption of what he might do. And by the way, an assumption makes an ass out of you and me. You know, never assume, Chad, never assume. I'm just going on past performance, which is not indicative of future results. Uh, He's going to bomb a warehouse. And there's going to be nobody in it. And it's not going to be really strategic. There's no strategy involved. And that's what I think is going to happen. Not trying to be mean, just being 100% honest. He doesn't want more of this. He doesn't want, we can go over and over and over of this. But he's got pressure that is coming. He's got pressure because he should have pressure. So are you one of these war hawks, Chad? I'm not. I'm not. You know what I am? I'm a fisher cut bait guy. Either we're going to be there and we're going to protect our men and women, or we're going to pull them out of harm's way. Luck is not a strategy. It isn't. Luck is not a strategy. Unless, of course, that you're that girl in Deadpool that was lucky. She was lucky. But that was different. That was her superpower. This is real life. This is real life. And I'm sorry, we got to figure something out here. He does have to figure something out here. I'm like, yesterday, they're like, well, he met with all of his people. I mean, even Lloyd Austin, does he know where he's at? <laughs> so, was he there? He was? What's that like? Hey, how you doing? You know, you were gone for a while. I'm glad to see you're back because we didn't know where you were, but that's okay because luck. Well, luck ran out. And guess what didn't work? Anybody? Can anybody? Take it away. Clear, obviously, that don't didn't work. Does the president have any regret over not pushing, punching back harder in any of the prior responses that he's taken to these proxy attacks on U.S. forces? I would... But uh, I think I would push back on the idea that we didn't push back harder, Uh, that we have taken significant action against uh, Iran economically. We have certainly taken some additional and uh, more aggressive steps to go after these groups. Um, We're certainly taking aggressive action uh, against the Houthis to try to defend shipping in in the Red Sea. I mean, this idea that somehow we've just, you know, whistled past the graveyard here and, and, and walked away from the challenge that Iran poses just isn't borne out by the facts. Iran, these proxy groups have been attacking our troops and our facilities in Iraq and Syria well before this administration as well. And we... For instance, Mike Waltz said this morning that when you're trying to play defense constantly rather than punching back in a meaningful way, this blood is on this administration's hands. What what is the response from the White House to an accusation like that? What I would tell you and I would tell the congressman is we're mindful of what Iran's doing in the region. And... Uh, we have taken aggressive action against these proxy groups and about and, and on their influence in the region. And there are decisions yet to come. Yeah, there is. Here's the decisions as I see it. I'll throw this out there. You bomb a warehouse. Nobody's there. It's kind of your M.O. Remember what Bob Gates said about uh, Biden? He's been on the wrong side of geopolitical history forever and a day. He's never been on the right side. He makes mistake after mistake. He believes he can talk his way out of anything. It's just one of those things where he has not been right at this. So you bomb one of these warehouses. There's nobody in it. It's probably full of canned goods or milk. And you're like, we strategically got them. And it's maybe it's in the Iranian territories. And you're like, ah, and then Iran comes out and goes, oh my God, you killed 500,000 people or whatever BS they'll come up with. 
or you strategically say, hey, it's this group over here. We've got them and we've launched this attack and yada, yada, yada. But it really doesn't say stop. It really doesn't send a message. It really doesn't say we're serious about this. Because your fear is this is going to escalate. Your fear is if we do anything more, this will absolutely escalate into something much greater. Totally understandable. Flip side of that is you do exactly what a lot of people think you're going to do, which is, you know, you think we're whistling by the graveyard. Yeah, we do. And that graveyard, unfortunately, is full of our men and women who are serving our country. Right, KJP? Uh, obviously, our deepest condolences uh, go out and our he- heartfelt condolences go out to the families uh, who lost uh, three, three brave uh, three brave, uh, three brave of uh, three folks who are, who are military folks who are brave, who are always fighting, who are fighting on behalf and of uh, this administration of the American people. Obviously, more so, more importantly, uh, we lost those souls. She nailed it. You think she gets off the stage and goes, nailed it. Well, we lost three: twenty-three-year-old, a twenty-four-year-old, and a forty-six-year-old men and women that were serving our country, men and women that are over there and who are thinking, man, nothing's going to really happen. And luck ran out for them. Luck ran out for them and they lost their lives. Sergeant William Jerome Rivers, 46. Specialist Kennedy Landon Sanders, 24. Specialist Brianna Alexria Moffat, 23. What happens next time if there's 30, 40, 50 that end up dying? And all of a sudden, you go from, oh, my God, I didn't want to escalate this, but I have no choice now to go bigger than I wanted to because I didn't send a message early enough. And because of that, now I have no choice because if I don't do anything and I don't make it big and it doesn't look big and it is not unproportional, we we don't want proportional. We want something bigger at that point. 1986. I want you to listen to this. It's a gentleman by the name of Ronald Reagan used to be president of the United States. Talking about Libya, a discotheque, one serviceman and others that were in the discotheque in Germany. Several weeks ago in New Orleans, I warned Colonel Gaddafi we would hold his regime accountable for any new terrorist attacks launched against American citizens. More recently, I made it clear we would respond as soon as we determined conclusively who was responsible for such attacks. On April 5th in West Berlin, a terrorist bomb exploded in a nightclub frequented by American servicemen. Sergeant Kenneth Ford and a young Turkish woman were killed and 230 others were wounded, among them some 50 American military personnel. And he acted. We're not going to hit one of their proxies because he had started to spread himself out. No, he went right after him. And it supposedly killed an adopted daughter of... Qaddafi. Nobody's really sure if that adopted daughter was adopted after or before or, you know, I mean, again, but, you know, Qaddafi was warned right before, too. By the way, there was no like, okay, we're going to hit some strategically. They went after a place where he and his family were at and he was warned. Hey, you better get your ass out of there. Either you're going to leave our men and women in harm's way in hopes that luck comes back and we don't have an issue like this or you're going to get out or the option 
of going hard and sending a message. I don't know what it's going to be. Like I say, I have no faith in this president for a lot of reasons. And I just don't think that he's going to make the right decision. I hope I'm wrong. But Iran is Iran. And the message that they understand isn't, hey, let's have a talk about it. Have a cup of tea. See where this thing goes. That doesn't work. 323-538-2423 at Chad Benson Show. It's your Twitter, your Instagram. Meanwhile, at home. Republicans on the Homeland Security Committee accusing him of willful and systematic refusal to comply with the law and breach of public trust over his handling of the border. Only one cabinet secretary has been impeached in U.S. history, but it wasn't over a policy dispute, making these charges unprecedented. Democrats outraged. Mayorkas has been working with the bipartisan group of senators to strengthen border security. Mayorkas impeachment. How could you? He's not doing his job. And remember, impeachment is political. It's not high crimes and misdemeanors. It's a political thing. Nobody's going to jail over this. He's not doing his job. Period. Case closed. I mean, I think we can all see that. You know, people ask me every day, well, what, is in, what has Biden done that's made it open borders? That's pretty simple, guys. Look at day one, the executive order. We're going to get rid of Remain in Mexico. We're going to stop all deportations. It, it, all the things that you think, hey, maybe we shouldn't do that. He went and reversed it. And then we've got this. And, you know, I mean, I, I just, I don't know what to say anymore when it comes to this. This is a debacle. He is fighting two fronts politically. Obviously, one of them being what's going on in the Middle East. And this one here, because this immigration thing, I think he thought it's going to go away. And I understand why. Look, you know, they're talking about, you know, there's a uh, there's a fracture about whether or not they should, you know, do an, a, a deal for this or not. New York has been working with a bipartisan group of senators to strengthen border security. Sources say that deal would allow the president to shut down the border of migrant crossing spike. But Donald Trump gearing up for a likely rematch with President Biden is now calling on Republicans to reject it entirely. A move that has angered some top GOP negotiators. Which is understandable. And we're going to get to it a little bit deeper later on. But I understand why he did that. Now, I don't know if you say the quiet part out loud. And it has a lot to do with, yes, some politics. Also, hey, hold on a second. He could have fixed this thing a long time ago, and he didn't. He's just trying to save his own ass. So talk about that. A lot of other stuff. Gas prices going up. That should be good news for nobody. Talk about that as well. TikTok Tuesday. Well, some wackiness. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Raycon, best earbuds around. You will love your Raycons. Fit! Second to none. Sound quality, absolute best price. Oh, my Lord, amazing. Low prices, best fit, best sound quality. Everyday earbuds. You will love these. I love mine. Wear them hmm, every day, hence the name. Eight hours of talk time, 32 hours of battery life. The best sound quality around. The best fit. One touch. Right, So you answer the phone, do all that stuff. Three different sound modes you can go to. You will love these things. Now, they start well under $100. Now, I work out a lot, playing a lot of pickleball, getting myself in much better shape as bikini season's coming. I'm telling you guys right now, it is 2024. Get yourself in that movement. Get yourself out there doing stuff. It's a new year, new you. 2024 has arrived. Why not wear the everyday earbuds? 
every day. Go to buyraycon.com slash Chad now to save. That's buyraycon.com slash Chad. Get the best earbuds around from Raycon. Buyraycon.com slash Chad. Chad Benson Show. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You're listening to The Chad Benson Show. The economy continues to roar, but not everyone believes it. This weekend, Joe Biden gave a speech in South Carolina where he floated a theory as to why. Inflation is coming down. But for all we've done to bring prices down, there are still too many corporations in America ripping people off. Price gouging, greedflation, shrinkflation. You see that article about the Snickers bar? Yeah, you see that? There was that article about a Snickers bar. It was, uh, it was in a magazine, full page, banner headlines, said, Hungry, why wait? Then I... <laughs> Flipping on the TV, saw a little documentary about how when you haven't eaten, you don't feel like yourself. All of a sudden, you're Betty White or Steve Buscemi, and your friends can tell something's wrong. Scary stuff, folks. That's why we got to pack the economy with peanuts so it really satisfies. Come on, snack. <laughs> Colbert. The economy drives us in many ways. New Gallup poll. Best it's been in two years. But as they say, don't high-five each other just yet if you're a supporter of Biden. Because still very negative. But better than it has been. And one of the things that we've talked about over and over again through the years, if you've listened to the show for, for any length of time, consumer confidence is a big deal. The more confident you feel about the economy and yourself, because we inflation, all of those things is a driving force, especially when it comes to how we spend and how we live. And I say that because everybody's always like, well, the CPI report or this report or that report. But I always go to this, consumer confidence. Right? Because that right there is the most important thing is what's going on in your life. How is you, the consumer, doing? How are you feeling? Do you feel confident? And that confident isn't about whether or not I can go spend money today, Chad. Chad, can I spend money? I feel good. I'm confident about that. It's whether or not you feel that you can replenish that. I can spend money today because I know my business, my job, my livelihood is good. And that confidence builds. Well, it's the best it's been in a while. So if you go back, right, consumer confidence was uh, up. January 2020, then it went. By April, it was down by 32. Climbed back up, and then it was basically break even November 2020. And since then, it's been a blah, 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 blah. 
Low as it was, June 2022, negative 58. Currently, it's negative 28. In saying all of that, though, one of the big things is inflation, the cost of life itself, and fuel costs. And hold on to them hats and glasses. In the past week, the price of regular unleaded went up about three cents a gallon nationwide, according to the Energy Department. Prices have been up and down, riding the oil markets in the last couple of months. But analysts say brace yourself for a substantial rise coming between mid-next month to May when refineries begin switching to summer blends of gas, which costs more, and demand rises with spring and summer travel. Add to that any Mideast conflict, and the rise could really add to the cost of filling up. Yeah. So, and as we know, with the cost of filling up, that means... The higher the price, that means there's a chance that inflation is going to go up a little bit because it's going to cost more to get the products from point A to point B, which is not something this president or anybody's looking for. And then you've got to look at the Middle East conflict because we're not quite sure what's going to happen. We're not quite sure how this is going to escalate. We're not quite sure what's going to take place in the coming days, weeks, and months. And that is also going to be a serious issue because the market... and, and Having been a commodities broker, having traded oil and gas in the past, I will tell you, that market is one of those markets where, you know, you buy the rumor, you sell the fact. And it doesn't take a lot for, it's a fight or flight response. And in many cases, it's flight. So you only have to hear a rumor where people start to get a little edgy and that could send oil prices higher, which would then cause us to be in a situation where we see a spike in gas prices. And of course, what's going on here, even if everything stays the same and nothing escalates throughout the Middle East, is we've got the changeover to that summer blend because of climate change. So consumer confidence up a little bit. Gas prices are going to follow. 323-538-2423 at Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Tweet at us, text the program, talk a little immigration, more about what's going on. What will our response be? To Iran, is it going to be something that is feckless and weak, or is it going to be something that says, let's not do this again, or else? Talk about that, a lot of other stuff. Straight ahead, Chad Benson Show. The Chad Benson Show. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Jumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Jumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Independent thoughts. 
independent life. This is Chad Benson. I was just uh, flipping around on the old televisions there because I got a bunch of TVs. You're looking at all the stuff, see what's going on. And I was watching uh, Joe Scarborough tear apart uh, some muckety-muck about like who's on there going, you know, we really shouldn't do anything with the rod. Nothing has really changed, and we should really. And he's like, what are you talking about? What's to stop them from killing three more Americans? He's like, nothing. And it, so so your goal is, which is so academic, is we shouldn't really do anything. We should really, because we don't want to anger them. Because if we anger them, they could be more angry. We have the bully pulpit. We do. You know that. I know that. At some point in time, what's the use of having the bully pulpit if we're not going to use it? Because if the goal is never to use it and just allow them to do whatever the hell they freaking want, then pull our men and women out of there. Well, that's what they want. Well, that's not what we want. So what do we do? I said it earlier, and I mean this. My fear of escalation has nothing to do with us going in now and escalating. My fear of escalation is we don't do anything that really is a deterrent and they get even more emboldened and they do something bigger and they don't kill three. They kill 30, 35. They wound a hundred. And then all of a sudden our reaction has to be bigger than if we would have tried to get in front of it. Luck is what's been stopping this. I go back to early on in this, that big drone that came through the top in Iraq of, of and, it, and it got caught in the ceiling, and thank God it didn't explode, but there was like 100 people inside that barracks. What would that have looked like? And what would that look like if we've got not three American Patriots, heroes, National Guards people who are dead 20, 30, 40. People are then going to go, well, because this is what we do. That's that pendulum we always talk about, right? And that swings. And all of a sudden we went from, well, we're not quite sure we should escalate this to, you know what we should do is we should mark right into Tehran. So... There's some serious questions that need to be to be asked sooner rather than later. And I understand his like, well, we'll pick the time and we'll pick the place. If you embolden them, they will come. And their goal would be to kill as many as possible. And your strategy cannot be luck. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Tweet at us. Text the program. Love hearing from every single one of you. Got some text coming up. Fear. I say fear. The Swift. They say that endorsements don't matter anymore, but now that Taylor Swift's boyfriend is going to the Super Bowl, right-wing media is really worried about the impact of one in particular. Now there's an online plea circulating that is begging people to become Niners fans for the next two weeks. Just (laughs) so it doesn't raise Travis Kelsey, a.k.a. Mr. Pfizer's star power, along with, of course, Taylor Swift. That's, That's persuadable power, and this administration is locked dead set on harnessing that. They are. Of all of the endorsements that he could get, and I'm talking about Biden, I mean, of all of the endorsements, T-Swift would be a big one. Not that, because these young kids, these in particular these young women, are already on the left. Anyways, the thing is, 
do they vote? You being on the left or on the right, if you don't vote, it doesn't matter. <laughs> None of that matters. Have you not seen that? Well, we're going to get in later the polls about how far young men and young women are apart politically nowadays. I mean, it is the, it is the Grand Canyon. But the Republicans, this is real. They said she could potentially persuade as much as 15%. And these are people that probably wouldn't vote, may not really take an interest in politics at all. I mean, you saw what she did when she just goes, hey, everybody, we should register to vote. And then all of a sudden they're like, it crashed. There were so many people trying to get on it. Sweet mother of God. We know how she feels about him. We do. Taylor Swift comes out against Trump. I don't care if they write that. I'm sad that I didn't two years ago, but I can't change that. I'm saying right now that this is something that I know is right. And you guys, I need to be on the right side of history. And if he doesn't win, then at least I, I at least I tried. Now, that was a while ago, but you got to understand that she's got that kind of influence. And I know it's stupid, right? Like, first of all, I don't care. It, you should never let a politician go, hey, uh, hey, superstar, tell people to vote for me. And then the superstar goes, OK. And then they go, go vote for that person. And then you're like, OK, no, no, you should do your own homework. But people don't. We live in a time of ill-informed voters, uninformed voters, and quite frankly, a lot of people that will vote that really, they're not even paying attention because they don't care. Because they don't. They just don't care. But if I'm Trump, maybe gets a little bit of uh, like, what, what? Because she's kind of been apolitical. I mean, she came out against Trump. And for Biden, and but she didn't really come out, come out. Like, it wasn't this big thing. She went on stage with him every night. She wasn't doing any of those things. But you only have to look at the influence. And I know a lot of people out there are like, oh, Chad, you're over. No, her influence is massive. It is huge. By the way, tickets for the Super Bowl, $9,800 per ticket, up. 30%. A lot of that has to do with her. A lot of that has to do with her. It is, that's the influence she has. So to say that you won't see a bump would be a lie. So yeah, if, if, if I'm them, I'm doing everything I can to get her endorsement. And I see how on the right, they're like, we better figure something. Because there isn't the equivalent on the right. For the Taylor Swift, if you will. So when it comes to some people losing their minds over the pop star, Vivek takes the cake. Ramaswamy says that the NFL is rigging the Super Bowl to give Taylor Swift more airtime ahead of her endorsement of Joe Biden. Please don't believe everything Taylor Swift says. We're all begging you. It is unfortunately showing just how divisive our politics have become, that you can't even enjoy the Super Bowl without somebody throwing this cloud of suspicion and total rampant, unattributable speculation behind this event. Yeah, I mean, it's already like this weekend. You know how many like TikToks I saw like Sunday morning before it when it was showing like there was one person at a store and it had the 49ers and the Ravens like cake, like a Super Bowl cake. And there was a bunch of them. They're like, look at this. It's there are so many conspiracies 
that are out there. And that's the new one. It's like, okay, so they rigged it so she could be in the game. Not that Patrick Mahomes is a transcendent athlete slash quarterback slash leader that is willing his team and his team is completely morphed into somewhat defensive, make the big plays when we have to, and just, you know, be what we have to be to win the game. No, it's a conspiracy so they can get rid of Donald Trump. It is so scary. There was a recent poll. One fifth of Taylor Swift fans said they would back whichever candidate that she endorsed. Let's be honest, a lot of her fan base are 15-year-old girls who can't vote anyways. A lot of the others are already liberal women who would support the DNC no matter what. But there's a lot of other people who need to be careful because she doesn't do what she says. Like, for example, the other day, yesterday, she flew private from New York City to Baltimore. Yet she constantly talks about climate change. So just please don't believe everything Taylor Swift says. We're all begging you. Yeah. And she, like I said, she's been kind of apolitical because she kind of took the same path that you go back and look at Jordan and his famous saying that even Republicans buy shoes too, but we'll see what happens. But it, it is, it's interesting, but I love the conspiracy theories. They put her in the Super Bowl. First of all, she's not in the Super Bowl, but they did that so they could destroy Donald Trump. Do you really believe that? It's like, that what you really believe? Like you really believe in your mind that the deep state is so powerful as to influence the NFL to get rid of Donald Trump when they know a 90% of the people who probably watch the NFL are semi-conservative or libertarian or absolutely conservative. That's, that's what you're telling me. Like that's the, that, that is, you're telling me that so they can get rid of Donald Trump. Like there's where you're going with that one, man. That's a, I don't know what you're smoking, but Probably shouldn't be illegal. <laughs> 323-538-2423. Bets and shows your Twitter. Tweet at us, text the program. They did it! Elon Musk announcing that for the first time, his company Neuralink has implanted a brain chip in a human. Musk saying the person is recovering well. Initial results show promising neuron spike detection. Neuralink's goal is to help paralysis patients communicate by connecting their brain to a computer. People paralyzed from stroke, from traumatic brain injury, or a spinal cord injury could see the benefits. Which is amazing. Let's be real. Now, this person's doing well. Don't ask how the monkeys did when they originally did this. And it, it is an amazing thing. It really is. I can't wait to see where this goes. I think it's going to be the, the change is coming. I mean, the commercialization of it, like we always talk about the Matrix and we're going to click one into our head and then I'm going to learn Spanish in two seconds and Italian and I'm going to be a ninja and all of that. That's 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 not a fantasy. That's just so far away. From anything like that happening at any point in time, maybe in my lifetime, but maybe not. But this kind of giving people who truly have no voice a voice again is going to be incredible. It's also kind of scary because if you saw what happened to the monkeys, you might think, should we really be trying this on humans? 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson shows your Twitter tweet at us. Text the program. My pillow made right here in the United States of America has overstock sale going on right now. My pillow 2.0 on sale. 50% off. The mattress topper. The mattresses. Free shipping right now. 
How about the Giza Dream Sheets, $29.98? Oh, we're just getting started, kid. Flannel sheets, they sell out fast. Grab some of these things. You name it, they've got it from the towels to the pet beds and everything in between. It is an overstock sale that is happening right now. These Giza Dream Sheets, just $29.98. Go to MyPillow.com slash Benson to save big. That's MyPillow.com slash Benson to save big. You're going to get free shipping and all of this stuff. The Giza Dream Sheets, just $29.98. And remember, everything's made right here in the United States of America. MyPillow.com slash Benson. MyPillow.com slash Benson. It's the Chad Benson Show. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from, with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Welcome to Chad. Chad. No, not the country. The institution. The Chad Benson Show. When I, when I turn into a grown up, I don't want to be a fat grown up. I want to be a skinny grown up. Do you know any fat grown ups? Hmm? It's one guy, Freddy. It's one guy, Freddy. He's pretty fat. It's kind of gross. He smells. <laughs> TikTok Tuesday. Wacky, fun little TikToks that we take. And then some of these people take themselves rather seriously. One of the many ways that colonial mental health, wellness, self-help culture shows up in our society is through the framework of control, power, and domination. And the way that that looks like is using verbiage like, we just need to be able to control our thoughts, our feelings, our mind, our bodies. This idea that you need to force yourself into a state of discomfort in order to regulate your emotions. Do you guys get that? So if you control your emotions, regulate your emotions, that is white colonialism. That self-control is white colonialism. Ultimately, this extends into the medical and psychiatric industrial complex where these very tools of force are used as an extension of policing, of coloniality, of systems of oppression that are at play. Tactics of domination can never be used to heal from complex trauma and ongoing forms of trauma that the marginalized are experiencing on an everyday basis. And it becomes dangerous when we conflate things like regulating our emotions with controlling them. Yeah. So don't regulate or control your emotions. You should regulate your emotions every once in a while. You should control your emotions. Not all the time, right? You're, you're allowed to be emotional. But shouldn't you have like a cap on the emotions? It's like, dude, stop it. You're embarrassing me. Like, shouldn't there be a cap? Or am I wrong? Should we just like, just be as wild as you want? Like, well, what's wrong with them? Well, you know, colonialism. You're like, what? <laughs> Dude's freaking out, breaking everything in the house. That's because of colonialism? Yeah, I don't want him to regulate anything. I want him to get it all out. Well, can he get it all out in your house? <laughs> this, remember, 
And it's funny because I get pushed back all the time. Yes, and here's a perfect example. I'm going to bring this back. We got a lot of, of talk about this yesterday. This was a episode of Law & Order. And if you didn't hear it, we did it the last part of the show yesterday. But it is insane. Okay, so this is an episode that was out over the weekend of Law & Order about a woman who was raped in a smash-and-grab robbery. But Natalie, Jay Watson raped you. You think I forgot? How could I? This entire trial has been an exercise in reminding me. And this is your chance to do something about it. I am going to. Believe me. Because I can. I can afford therapy. I have that luxury. And maybe one day I'll be okay. But if that teenager goes to prison, he may not be. Ever. So, and it's funny about regulating and, and all the stuff we always talked about. And somebody says, oh, you were triggered by the colonialism and, 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 you know, trying to control your emotions. So somebody wrote this to me yesterday. Add law and order to the list of things that trigger at Chad Benson show. Dude, your inability for any thought to penetrate the surface of any topic is honestly impressive. Is that you required? Is that required for your job? Must have the inability to analyze how a paper bag gets wet in a rainstorm. I'm like, you're right. Looking back on it, she got raped. And I guess rape is fair game now. I mean, I'm raising daughters. So if they come home and I'm like, what was the socioeconomic situation with the kids who raped you? Because if they're below your standard, then maybe you should just get over it. If they're lateral, then we need to have a talk. And if they're above where you are, well, then obviously white supremacy. The fact that people can't see that, hey, you know what? Rape is bad, even in a television show. And to try to palm it off as you're some sort of white savior saving some child who raped you as it's okay because socioeconomically he struggles is asinine. It is. But if you're not offended by that, then you shouldn't be offended by anything. If you're like, hey, you know what? Rape culture, depending on your socioeconomic sta standard and maybe the color of your skin, could be okay. If that's where you're going to go with that, that's all I want to know. Rape culture could be good. Good God, that's insane. Welcome to the world we live in now. Oh, you're triggered by rape culture? Well, aren't you? Or are you like all for it? Are you like, you know what? Again, depending on where you came from, could be okay. That is the dumbest thing ever. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Tweet at us, text the program. And by the way, I've seen some law and orders. I thought they were ripped from the headlines. Isn't that what I'm always told? So if they're ripped from the headlines and this is somewhat true, isn't that even more disturbing? Isn't it? I'm just... just that, that, is, that white guilt is insane. If that was true... And then he goes and does it again. Could we not blame you for allowing him to go do that again? Out of curiosity is all I'm saying. If you miss any show, grab the podcast. It is the Chad Benson Show. This is the Chad Benson Show.
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at luckylandslots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18+. Plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round 2. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Independent thoughts, independent life. This is Chad Benson. Immigration, obviously, is a big deal because it's not being dealt with. And that is ever present every day when we have new records being set all the time. Biden's doing a hell of a job. The question is, can a deal get done? I don't think a deal can get done. And everybody's saying, well, that's because, you know, the Republicans don't want to deal. Kind of, but not the whole story. New Yorkers has been working with a bipartisan group of senators to strengthen border security. Sources say that deal would allow the president to shut down the border of migrant crossing spike. But Donald Trump gearing up for a likely rematch with President Biden is now calling on Republicans to reject it entirely. A move that has angered some top GOP negotiators. Yeah, it's angered them. Well, let me tell you something about the deal. First of all, we don't know what's in it, so I can't judge it. I know I got a lot of people yesterday go, Chad, it's the right thing to do not to take the deal. I'm like, do you know what's in the deal? He's like, no. I'm like, well, then what are you what are you talking about? You don't know what's in it. I don't know what's in the bill. Nobody knows what's in the bill, but I bet a lot of money's in there for all kinds of stuff. Rand Paul! Yeah, and realize the bill is going to have more money for sanctuary cities. So the cities that don't turn anybody in, you can rape, murder, pillage in some of these sanctuary cities. And if you're illegally here, they don't do anything about you. You just fade back into the woodwork. The other thing that's going to happen in this Ukraine bill is there's going to be $11 billion worth of humanitarian assistance. Some of that goes to Ukraine, but some of that's going to Gaza. And it's not clear exactly how much is going to go to the Palestinians, but it's sort of bizarre that we fund both sides of every war. You know. Because money is big when it comes to war, and we're going to get to that in a second. So one of the things I said if I was a Republican, I would do is, hey, you sit back and you say, I want to hear what the bill's all about. But you've got plausible deniability and not taking the bill, even if you want to help Trump, because even if the bill's great, because you got all this money in here in the you, you, for Ukraine and for Gaza and for, you know, the Palestinians and for Israel. So you could say, look, that's you, we're giving up way too much. We're spending way too much damn money. We're doing all of these things. So let's let's push that aside for a second. On the Democrats, this is why I still would have done a bill that was standalone to put it at the doorstep of the Republicans. 
But it's got to be a bill that actually works in stopping. Oh, wait, we don't even need a bill. We can enforce the laws, but that would be silly. They're going to expect us to clean up and repair Ukraine when it's done being destroyed. Mm -hmm. The same with Gaza. Gaza's being destroyed, but who's going to have to pay for it? They expect us to pay for it. And I don't want a penny going to Hamas or to any of these people. I don't think anybody else does. So before we go and say, well, you know, he said the quiet part out loud. He did. And I still think that was a bit ridiculous. I still think he shouldn't have done that. I said that yesterday. I'll continue to say that. Because until you see the bill, don't talk about it. And we don't know what's in it. And I don't think we should be damning anybody who's willing to work for the, you know, for the people and talk about a bipartisan fix at the border. We shouldn't, do, we shouldn't be doing any of that. And I saw that with Jim Langford, right? They came after Senator Langford. They censured him back in his home state because he's working on a bipartisan bill. Sweet mother of God, what the hell are you people doing? You don't even know what's in it. Could have been free ice cream for the world and you've ruined it for all. That's what America already does. Gives away free ice cream for the world. KJP on the border. Give us a little bit more about what the president said when he said he would shut down the border. Well, he, I just... I mean, it's very clear. People well, be able to cross back and forth. What for he jobs, wants to do is for trade. no. I hear you. What he wants to do is make sure that we deal with the challenges at the border. He wants the the new authorities, the new enforcement tools that is being discussed. Uh, that he believes, if it's put into law, will help him deal with the issues at the border, so that we can deal with a broken system, a broken immigration system that has been broken for some decades now. Yeah, it has been broken. Uh, but you know what else is broken? The enforcement arm because of the choice to break it. And then you can put it together anytime you want. I mean, enforcing the laws that are on the books would mitigate a lot of this. And for those of you out there who think zero is the the perfect number to get to and that that should happen, you're insane. It's never going to happen. If you put gun turrets on the wall, you built a wall and you put gun turrets on there, people are still going to make an effort to come here and people are still going to get here. So thinking zero is going to happen isn't it. Continue, KJP. Sorry. Well, shut down I'll the say border this. Means shut down the border. I'll say this. I'll say this. Say I'll it. say this. Say it. Here's here's the reality. Say it. The immigration system is broken. It's yes. been broken for decades, decades, even in the last administration. Yeah. The president introduced this piece of legislation three years ago. House Republicans got in the way. They refused to do anything about it. Now he's in an, he's in this position to have a potentially bipartisan agreement that the Senate has been working on with Republicans. And Democrats, 75% of the American people, majority of the American people want us to work on this issue. They want to see Congress doing things in a bipartisan way to really address the issues that matter to them. Yes, they do. But first of all, you lied because that thing that you put in front of them had zero enforcement. All that bill originally you talked about, which never even became a bill that was ever voted to or brought to the floor, had was giving more money to Border Patrol to bring on more agents to process faster. There was no fix in stopping people from coming here. It was just essentially being a ticket taker. That's it. So when you say that, that's you're going to get Pinocchios on that or whatever they give you at the Washington Post. This is a guy who would be very interesting. He's running for president. I, 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 I think if his voice, I'm going to say this, if his voice was different and he, he didn't struggle, 
I think he would be an absolute force. And I still think he is. And I saw that, you know, even Trump hasn't ruled him out as a vice president, candidate, uh, vice president candidate. If it got to that point uh, where he was choosing vice presidents uh, for a vice president, which I, I think it will. But RFK Jr. talking about immigration and how he would fix it earlier today. I wouldn't stop it overnight there. You know, I've talked to the patrol. I've talked to law enforcement. Um, what we we need to do is to, to complete the 27 gaps in the in the wall. You don't need a wall from Brownsville, Texas, 2200 miles to San Diego. But you need the physical barrier in those highly populated zones where uh, migrants can disappear very quickly. So there's 27 big gaps where everybody's coming through. And the rural areas, you need to restore the fences that were torn up right. by, the, by the administration. You need to put in the long range cameras the lights, the sensor equipment, and then you need, we need asylum judges on the border to adjudicate the cases there. And we need to reinstate the Migrant Protection Act that requires people with asylum claims to remain in Mexico while those Great. claims are adjudicated. Wow, that seems like not hard to do. We don't need gazillions of dollars. You don't enforcement. And even if you got the greatest deal in the world. So let's just say the Republicans and Democrats come to something. It was everything the Republicans want. And then they lose the next election. Then it goes back to the enforcement side of things. When it comes to all of this. And if you don't enforce it. It doesn't matter. There are things that this president can do. The fact that he would say, well, if you guys pass a bill now, I'll enforce it. Enforce the laws you have now. And you don't do that. So what's to make me think that you're going to do that in the future? That's a fair question. What's to make me think in my mind that you're not enforcing any of these things now that you would then enforce it in the future. And you're only doing this to save your ass. Why should the Republicans then save your ass? Because everybody realizes now it's a giant mess that he can't walk away from and ignore anymore because it's getting closer and closer to that time of the year where, you know, voting and such. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson shows your Twitter. Tweet at us, text the program. Several of you have texted in about the whole Taylor Swift thing. Ooh, Taylor Swift, Chad. You're you're fooling yourself, Chad, if you think Taylor's got that kind of influence. I'm going to tell you this now. You're fooling yourself if you think she doesn't. If you think that she doesn't have that kind of influence, you are absolutely fooling yourself. She's got influence. I, I'm going to throw something out at you. I want you guys to understand this. She has a cat. She has three cats. One of her cats is insta-famous. Bloomberg values her Instagram for her cat to be worth a hundred million dollars. Do you have an idea of what influence is? That's influence. So to say that she couldn't get women in particular who are already going to vote left to get more active in politics, you would be fooling yourself. She absolutely could. And get them to vote. Mm -hmm. So don't tell me that she doesn't have that kind of influence when indeed she does. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. You know what I feel bad for? Usher. Because 
she's going to be the most famous singer there, and he's going to be doing the halftime show. There's a little pressure there. How many times does Little John show up, too? Because Usher's had a bunch of hits, but most of them with Little John. <laughs> Usher, Usher, Usher. Rough Greens, R-U-F-F-Greens.com slash Chad. By the way, I wish my dogs had that kind of influence. They do not. But what they can do is attest to how amazing Rough Greens is. Doodle says, and I quote, Rough, 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 which means he really, really likes it. We need to try a bag of Rough Greens today. It's not going to cost you anything but shipping. What's it going to help your dog do? Well, with all the vitamins, minerals, probiotics, omega-369, it's going to help your dog with their inflammation in places like their hips and their health when it comes to their joints. It's going to help tremendously with their digestive tract, their teeth, their gums, their skin, their fur. It's going to give them more energy. Try a bag for free today. All they ask you to do is cover the cost of shipping. It's that simple. You can do this by going to roughgreens.com slash Chad. That's R-U-F-F greens.com slash Chad. Or call 888-90-MY-DOG. That's 888-90-MY-DOG for a free bag of Rough Greens today. Roughgreens.com slash Chad. Chad Benson Show. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You're listening to The Chad Benson Show. George Carlin's estate filed a new lawsuit this week seeking to take down an hour-long video posted on YouTube that emulates Carlin's voice and comedic style. The lawsuit says the AI used elements to create the video without their permission. Yes, there's one line of work that is most threatened by AI One job that is most likely to be completely erased because of artificial intelligence. Stand-up comedy. I know what all the stand-up comics across the globe are saying right now. I'm an artist, and my art form is too creative, too nuanced, too subtle to be replicated by a machine. No computer program can tell a fart joke as good as me. Very interesting. AI is going to be everywhere. The deep fakes, things of this nature. This is the, you know, this is why... The brand is so important. You go out and you build your brand. You go do the stuff with your brand. You try to hold on to your your artist, uh, family members' image rights if they've passed or if it's you. You go out and do the best that you possibly can to get your image rights to make sure that if somebody uses said image, that they can they can you know that they're going to have to pay for it, and that's going to be tough. And it's going to be a tough thing. And part of that is the fact that AI is advanced in such a way that as it's advancing, every law that they're trying to keep, you know, put in place to keep up with what's going on, it's just not possible to do. Joining us right now is George Carlin's daughter, Kelly Carlin. I was shocked, first of all, of course. And then that, like, 
mama bear protection energy came up in my body, like her, you know, wanting to protect my father's, just his humanity and his life's work and his individual personhood. So it's just been a real emotional roller coaster. I bet. And of all the people in the world who probably would not have embraced AI, in that sense, I don't think it would have been Carlin. But AI is going to be the deep fakes we've talked about. I've said, at least not right now, I'm not really worried about the video deep fakes this week. Now, that could change in a week with Runway, with a few of the other ones that are out there that are, are building these amazing platforms that are changing and, and, and improving every day when it comes to the political side of stuff. But we've already seen what took place with Taylor Swift and the whole sex thing. And, you know, X had to get on it swiftly because X going to give it to you. I've got a blank space, baby. A blank space is what you'll get if you search on X for Taylor Swift, the social media site blocking searches of the superstar singer's name after X was flooded with sexually explicit and abusive deepfake pictures of Swift. When you try to search her name, it says something went wrong. Oddly, though, if you search her name using quotation marks, that still works. X said in a statement that the search block is a temporary action as they prioritize safety on this issue. And if you've not seen it, don't. But they can do stuff that is so crazy real now. And uh, I wasn't really thrilled by the Carlin. Well, first of all, I don't think the material was great. But secondly, I don't think it, the, the voice, but the voices are so much better. We played that deep fake from Biden, that phone call. And Michael and I talk about this all the time. The improvements of all of these things are so amazing that they're now putting the ums and the ahs and the paws. Because what it does is that once it starts to analyze your voice, it'll start to pick up a certain cadence. It'll start to pick up inflections. It'll start to add things like the pause, the ums, the uh, and it does that in such a way that that's becoming more and more of a thing for it as it starts to become, in many cases, morphs into you. So I think the deep fakes on the voice side of it are going to be a real issue because we don't really check anything uh, anymore when it comes to like, was that real? I don't know. I'm going to go with it's real. So that's what's scary. So it's going to be very interesting, but you've got deep fakes coming out everywhere. And some people may say, look, it's not a deep fake. It's I'm paying homage to Carlin because I love him and I didn't get to see him and all of the, okay, you know, but still that's, that is, how do you combat that? What if you're not trying to make any money off of it? You're just paying homage to it. And the, even with the, the Taylor thing, as awful as it was, is it illegal? You're using her face. Are you making any money? It's not her body. It's a fake person. It's not a real person. You're like, oh, these are the things coming in the AI world that people are going to have to try to combat that is going to be tough. Like I said, I don't think the video side of it in the, in the political sphere is there yet, but there's no doubt by, I want to say, summer. It will be there. Right now, it's just audio that I think you can kind of pull it off with. But by summer, I think some of these things, Runway and a few of these other AI platforms, will be able to have video that is real enough that you might go, whoa. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Tweet at us. Text the program. A little TikTok fun we'll have because it is Tuesday. So we did TikTok-y stuff and uh, some immigration, a bunch of other stuff. Don't go anywhere, kids. Chad Benson Show.
Chad Benson Show. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts today and we'll install them for free. See better and drive safer with O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Independent thoughts, independent life. This is Chad Benson. What will happen to Iran, if anything? How did our servicemen and women get killed and injured the other day? That's another question that is being asked and I think in many ways has already been answered. U.S. officials tell ABC News the attack came early Sunday morning at Tower 22, a remote U.S. outpost in the Jordanian desert. The Pentagon says the soldiers, many Army reservists from an engineering unit, were asleep in their beds when the strike hit. An explosives-laden drone bypassing U.S. air defenses. Officials telling ABC News initial reports indicate no one tried to shoot it down. And the reason? They thought it was one of ours. So it was following another drone back, and I guess it was, you know, kind of shadowing it, and it just kind of came through. So they didn't think it was anything other than one of ours, so there was no reason for alarm. And wow, three men and women killed. So, by the way, let's let's hear those names so we have an understanding. Let's, let's put names to the three that were killed just to have an understanding. These were human beings. These were men and women who were serving our country as part of an engineering group uh, from all over the country, including right here in Arizona where I'm at. There was uh, several that are injured that are from here, National Guard. But Sergeant William Jerome Rivers, 46, Specialist Kennedy Sanders, 24, and Specialist Brianna Moffitt, 23. They were asleep and killed. Uh, now the question is, what will happen? What's next? Because uh, as uh, they put it, didn't, don't, no, didn't work. Clear, obviously, that don't didn't work. Does the president have any regret over not pushing, punching back harder in any of the prior responses that he's taken to these proxy attacks on U.S. forces? I would, uh, uh, I think I would push back on the idea that we didn't push back harder, uh, that we have taken significant action against uh, Iran economically. We have certainly taken some ad- additional and uh, more aggressive steps to go after these groups. Um, we're certainly taking aggressive action uh, against the Houthis to try to de- defend shipping in, in the Red Sea. I mean, this idea that somehow we've just, you know, whistled past the graveyard here and, and, and walked away from the challenge that Iran poses just isn't borne out by the facts. Iran, uh, uh, these 
proxy groups have been attacking uh, our troops and our facilities in Iraq and Syria well before this administration as well. And we, for instance, Mike Waltz said this morning that when you're trying to play defense constantly rather than punching back in a meaningful way, this blood is on this administration's hands. What what is the response from the White House to an accusation like that? What I would tell you and I would tell the congressman is we're mindful of what Iran's doing in the region and uh, we have taken aggressive action against these proxy groups and about and and on their influence in the region and there are decisions yet to come what will those look like that is what people are asking what are those going to be what exactly are you going to do now my sense is that they're going to do very little They're going to huddle and talk. They're going to continue to allow our men and women over 160 plus attacks now uh, continue to be shot upon and hopes and prayers and hopefully luck is on their side. That's what I think is going to happen. And then when they do act, it's not going to be anything crazy. I don't think it's going to be overreaching. I think it's going to be underreaching because I think the message they're sending is we really don't want any part of this. Now, do do I think we need to go in there just just all like a bullet in a China store? No. But I think a message needs to be sent. I think if you're not going to send a message, then the message you are sending is continue to do what you're doing. And we'll continue to, to hope and pray that luck continues on our side. Yesterday, Bolton, Michael, I wish, but it wasn't. It was John said this. You want to establish deterrence. Uh, You don't just hit the proxies that are carrying out the attack. You carry out uh, retaliation against the command and control authorities in Iran uh, and some of their facilities. To be clear, I don't think it should be proportionate. I think it should be disproportionate. That's how you create deterrence in the mind of your adversary, that the cost to them uh, of uh, attacking our forces is so high they won't do it again. Do I think that's going to happen? No, I think they're going to bomb a unmanned area that they say will have, you know, military capabilities. And we're going to find out later on it was like a, you know, place that manufactured milk or something of that nature. Nobody's going to be injured. And they'll say we, we, we've we done it. And then they'll take out some unnamed group of, of militants somewhere that, uh, you know, it, it, do I think it is going to be anything that is going to be a deterrent? I do not. But this administration... In particular, the way that they've handled a lot of this, and this also goes back to Obama, is this sense that they can talk it out. Like, we just hug it out. We're all going to be good. Earlier today, Mickey Sherrill was on uh, CNN talking about this, and this is a perfect example of, their, I think, the attitude throughout this administration. You know, sure, it feels good. It feels macho to say that we are going to destroy our enemies. But at this time, what the United States often does best is not simply go and half-cocked, but rather gather our allies, bring a force to bear um, of world opinion of our allies, and back down those who would create this instability. And I think we've seen some signs that Iran does not want to get into this full-scale war. Iran doesn't because they know they get their ass whooped. That's not their goal to get into a full scale war. Their goal is to continue to provoke. Their goal is to continue to do what they've done, knowing full well that there's nothing behind it with any ferocity that's going to threaten them in Tehran. That's their goal is to continue to do what they've done. And our goal apparently continues to shoot everything down, we hope. 
and hopefully luck is still on our side. And that what, if we all got together and we had like this whole, like, Hey, we've all talked and we think you're a jerk. We really think you're a dick. And Iran's going to be like, Oh my God, we're so sorry. You think that's what's going to happen? It's like, that's, that's the tact you're going to take. And I say this cause I don't want to, I don't want to war with Iran. I don't think anybody does, but I also don't want our men and women sitting there relying on luck and then the unimaginable happens. We've already lost three and that we're not even counting the two Navy SEALs. So if you, in theory, five, but three because of direct conflict where they were attacking. What happens if luck runs out and it's 50 and all of a sudden we have to make a decision that is much different than trying to get out in front of it and hitting hard earlier and saying, this isn't going to happen. Because then people are going to look and say, well, now we're having to make a serious decision about striking maybe in a place that's a little bit more populated to send a much bigger message because we decided not to deal with it sooner. God forbid that doesn't happen. But if your goal is, well, we all like to get in the room with our allies and we'd like to have a really good conversation and we'd like to really talk about all of this stuff and we think this is going to go well and that maybe we can have a consensus that these people are very, very mean and that they should not be so mean. If that's the goal, eh, I don't think that's going to work. I don't. It's conflict, Chad. You know what? It is. I want, I'm going to read you guys something here. <laughs> okay. Conflict is big business. We always talk about the military industrial complex and why the Republicans want Putin to win is because of, no, let, let me tell you something. Business is booming. Weapons exports up 50% in 2023 because of Russia, because of China. Business is booming. We just heard from Rand Paul earlier in, in, in the bill, supposedly. And again, I don't know what's fully in the bill. And this has to do with the, you know, whether you're looking at it's the Ukrainian bill or if you're looking at this as the border bill, that we're giving money to Gaza and, and to, because to the Israelis and to the Ukrainian business is booming. When people go, why are some people war hawks? Because the money is massive. Conflict is cash. And there is nobody bigger and better at paying for everything than the United States because conflict is great business. It's mega business. And when you can come back to your district and say, we're building tanks and we're going to need 5,000 workers, that's, that's good business right there. We're building stuff and we're going to need this and we're going to need all of this and we're bringing tax dollars and we're bringing great paying jobs and we're bringing all of these things and it's business is a booming just want to point that out i don't think people really quite get how big the industry is and it is booming three two three five three eight twenty four twenty three at chad benson show it's your twitter your instagram a lot of stuff to get to 
some fun stuff. We just do some, we got a little TikTok stuff, right? We're going to talk a little bit more next hour about some of the stuff going on at the border, more with the Taylor Swift and the conspiracy that they're putting her in the Super Bowl so she can defeat Trump, which is, that's a conspiracy that's out there. I didn't make it up, so don't shoot the messenger. Talk a bit about that as well. Raycon, best ear buds around. Take them with you everywhere. You will love the Raycons. Let me tell you why. First of all, I go out and I, I, you know, I hit a lot of golf balls and I play a lot of, I'm really getting back into, I took some time off uh, with pickleball, uh, partially because it was raining all the time here and the, the, the courts were wet. So, but what I love is when I go out and I'm working out, I don't have to worry about my Raycons falling out. My ears. I got eight hours of talk time. I have 32 hours of battery life. I have a, a sound quality that is seconds and not. It's easy, controllable, three different sound modes. And it's a price kit that isn't going to break the bank. So as you look at 2024 and you're getting into being more active, you want to get out and do more things. It's time to look at Raycons and say, these are what it's all about. Sound, fit, look, all of it. No stems, no wires. Get your Raycons now. Save an extra 15%. They already start well under 100 bucks by going to buyraycon.com slash chad today. That's buyraycon.com slash chad for the best earbuds around. Buyraycon.com slash chad. It is the Chad Benson Show. Cartels are exploiting Indian reservations to get into America and our federal government can't be bothered to stop it. Hey y'all, it's Sarah Carter from the Sarah Carter Show. I just got back from two trips to our southern border and I want to take you inside a huge hotspot where thousands of migrants are coming into America every day. I was with a member of the National Border Patrol Council when the Border Patrol nabbed multiple illegal migrants who are breaking U.S. law, and I have the exclusive audio. For all this and more, subscribe to The Sarah Carter Show on your favorite podcast app. The Supreme Court rejects 14th Amendment arguments for kicking Trump off the ballot. The Biden administration admits secretly flying 320,000 illegals into the country last year, and some unhinged never-Trumpers want to ruin the lives of people seeking a no-labels third-party candidate. I'm Greg Columbus. Join Jim Garrity of National Review and me each weekday for the Three Martini Lunch podcast. We'll give you the good, bad, and crazy news of the day, and hopefully a lot of laughs, too. Follow the Three Martini Lunch on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Me too. Hashtag immigration reforms. Hashtag help. I'm trapped in a hashtag factory and I can't get out. The Chad Benson Show. So I'm a gender. I don't have a gender. I'm not a girl, not a boy, whatever. And I don't expect you to know that right off the bat. I mean, I'd love it if people didn't assume gender. But if you look at me and think that's a woman, okay, here's where the problem comes in. If I then tell you, because you're like, oh, hey, lady or missus or whatever. And I'm like, oh, actually, I'm not a lady. I'm not a woman. I'm non-binary. I use they, them pronouns. If after that intervention, you're like weird or transphobic, envy-phobic, just ignorant and purposefully being obtuse for no reason, like, then we have a problem. Then we have a problem. We're going to throw it down. This is what we're doing. We're going to throw it. Let's do it then. I mean, I don't even know. No. Do you have a name, by the way? You know what never, nobody ever says is their name. Nobody ever says, you know, hey, let me tell you, my name's uh, Carol or Stephen. I don't know. I'm just picking names out. <laughs> my name's Ethel. And I prefer to be called Ethel or whatever. Okay, fine, Ethel. It's great. So I tell my son, you know, everybody thinks, oh, Chad, you're, 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 you know, you're all of, no, I'm not. Let me tell you, you know what? I am respectful and you treat people with respect, period, case closed, end of story. But it's a two-way street. So what a lot of people, it is a two-way street. 
on respect. I'm going to ask you your name. You tell me your name. I'll tell you my name. What are your pronouns? I don't do pronouns. It's not my thing. You know what? I'm Chad. All right. And, and your name is, well, I do pronouns. I, I, that's, that's just, what is your name? I'm not calling you they, them, because that is silly. Maybe it makes you feel good and amongst your friends, if you guys want to run around through that, fantastic. But I bet you they call you by your name. So sometimes I feel like people are trying to bait other people into misgendering them for a reason because they want to have chaos. You don't have to know what my gender is, but when I share it, you better respect it. You better honor it. You better use my pronouns or you're out of my life. And like it's a privilege to be in my life. I don't think transphobes understand that. That it's a privilege to be in your life? Why is it a privilege to be in your life or anybody else's life for that matter? But I, to me, I always find it fascinating that because we've got some younger people at the station that I work out in the afternoons that have the they them. But you know what? I, I tell them, look, I'm going to treat you with all respect in the world because because we'll have conversations about stuff like this. But I know your name and I'm going to call you by your name because I call everybody else here by their name. Just like I would expect you to call me by my name. Although I am horrible at names. <laughs> it's not the best thing. I'm really bad. We have a guy at work. Because <laughs> so here's the thing: when you got like thirty different vo- board ops that come in, and I may only see them for five, ten minutes a week, and I'm like, "Is that is he an intern or is she an intern? Do they work here? I don't even know. Is that a salesperson? You know, because you just don't know." So we had a guy. His, I called him Todd. His name's not Todd. His name's Tim. So we everybody at work calls him Tim, not Todd. Now he loves it. He loves it. And uh, we have another guy, Enrique, who's a really nice guy, but he was wearing a Kirby shirt one day. And I'm like, what's up, Kirby? And now everybody calls him Kirby. And he loves it. I'm like, you don't. He's like, no, I think it's cool. So, But I will respect you and call you by whatever you want. But if you're trying to bait people into stuff, and I've seen this, where we had we had an incident at work a couple months ago where uh, somebody held the door open for somebody. That's called being nice. And that person went off on them as if they couldn't hold the door open for themselves and what a patriarchal thing was there to do when I just thought maybe it was a nice thing. It wasn't me because I'd have lost it. If you would have done that. you hold the door open for me, I'll hold the door open for you. It's a good thing. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benton shows your Twitter. Tweet at us, text the program. G'day, it's a shock. Police say a woman's leg was bitten when she was swimming in Sydney's East Harbor. Michael Porter was on a wharf and saw her drag herself out of the water. Her leg, which was limp and all completely open, and a pool of red dark, red blood behind her. He phoned for help. Others responded, including someone named Fiona, who knew how to tie a tourniquet to stop the bleeding. Thank God she was a vet, knew what to do. Now, was she a vet like in the wars or a vet as in a veterinarian? <laughs> So here's something interesting, because, you know, as we all know, we joke about nature will mess you up. This was in Sydney Harbor. Now, we all know about the great whites all over the place. They're mostly in certain coastal areas. This is the big harbor. This doesn't ever really happen in Sydney Harbor. And we think it was a bull shark. We say we because that's what they think it was, because a great white shark would do a little bit more damage. This thing was definitely very aggressive. And yesterday... I don't know if you've seen the video out there. Speaking of nature, will mess you up, but nature is also the freaking most amazing thing in the world. The pictures of what they think is the first ever pictures and video of the newborn great white shark, and it is amazing. It is incredible. And that thing, it looks almost albino. 
It is just incredible to look at. It's about five feet long. I remember going to the Monterey Bay Aquarium. They had a baby great white. It was only there a few months. And because great whites just can't stay in captivity, you, you can't have, no matter how big of a aquarium you have, they cannot survive it. But one of the things, it was maybe uh, six months old, it's maybe five and a half, six feet long, but all of the other fish, even fish that were way bigger, even other sharks, gave it a very wide berth. But it was awesome to look at. 323-538-2423, at Chad Benson Show, to Twitter, your Instagram. If you miss any of the show, please hit us up on the Insta, on the X, and everything else. Grab the podcast. It is The Chad Benson Show. This is The Chad Benson Show. Independent thoughts, independent life. This is Chad Benson. What or who may take down the Trump this year? Well, Biden's running again. Somebody needs to tell him. It's not very nice, Chad. Could it be a pop star takes down the Donald? Did he sexually harass? No, he did not sexually harass her that I know of. But. Could it be? And I find this story interesting because of the pushback. We talked about it earlier. And some of you out there who really don't maybe get what kind of influence she has. Now, here's the thing about Taylor Swift. And I'm talking about Taylor Swift. T-Swift. Swifties, for those of you. Uh, Her influence is massive. Her cat has an Instagram that that Bloomberg valued at $97 million. She has like $100,000 a post. I talked to Mr. Meow. He said he'll do it for $100,000. I don't know what their names are. One of them is named... I don't know what their names are. I would like to think I did. Yesterday I looked it up and I've already forgot it. Because it's a cat. My guinea pigs, they have no value in their Insta. But they're gonna. Where do I get my capybaras? You guys are going to be like, wow, Chad's capybaras are really popular. That being said, I joke, but is there a little worry? Maybe a little. Conspiracy theories are abound, right? And we'll talk about those in a second. But it does show you the influence of other people that are not political trying to galvanize and excite the youths of America to get out and do stuff. And is there some fear? I don't know if there's fear amongst the people that are running the campaign and Trump himself, but there would definitely have to be some people paying attention because if you didn't, you're not doing your job. They say that endorsements don't matter anymore, but now that Taylor Swift's boyfriend is going to the Super Bowl, right-wing media is really worried about the impact Travis of Kelsey, one in particular. Now there's an online plea circulating that is begging people to become Niners fans for the next two weeks. Just <laughs> so it doesn't raise Travis Kelsey, a.k.a. Mr. Pfizer's star power, along with, of course, Taylor Swift. That's that's persuadable power. And this administration is locked dead set on harnessing that. Harnessing the persuadable power. Now, if you are my age, I'm 52, 53. So, oh, wow. 53. If you go back a few years, like way back in the way back machine, and you go back, you remember Rock the Vote. 
and how that was like they were pushing the young, hey, get involved, right? And you know, all this kind of stuff. And oh, yeah, you know, stop thinking about yourself, get involved and rock the vote. And, and you know, the voter registration thing when you go in and get your ID and all that kind of stuff. That was like, it's a big deal. And that was mostly left leaning. The right doesn't have its singular influencer like her if she was to get involved. And I'll go back a few years and remember this. Taylor Swift comes out against Trump. I don't care if they write that. I'm sad that I didn't two years ago, but I can't change that. I'm saying right now that this is something that I know is right. And you guys, I need to be on the right side of history. And if he doesn't win, then at least I, I at least I tried. At least I tried, she says. And that was uh, was that in her midterms or whatever she, when abortion was was a big was a big deal. She voted for Biden. All the, I mean, we could talk about all of the things, but their influencer thing is real. Now, in theory, most of the people that follow Taylor are young women, gay men. I mean, be real. I'm not trying to be mean. Just being honest. And a casual fan who listens to the song goes, "Oh yeah, it's got a good beat." Whatever. I mean, but we're talking about the people that would be influenced or they. Those people aren't voting for Trump anyways. They're not. They're not voting for Trump anyways. Young men and women right now are so absolutely on the other side of each other when it comes to politics. The new numbers are crazy. Why? Well, first of all, college is a big deal. You know, I heard somebody say uh, it's now become a finishing school for, you know, the Democrats in, 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 in many ways. Young men aren't going to college. Women are just blowing by men when it comes to college. Uh, and there's two reasons for that. One reason is simply you can go out and you can get your degree in whatever. So you go out and you get your degree in whatever. Like, you know, you want to be a speech therapist and you go do this and you, you, know, you get all these things and you go through all this stuff and, and you come out and you're making a good living $80,000 a year. Guy picks up a hammer, right? Becomes a plumber, goes into the trades. He's making as much, if not more than you, and he's got zero debt. He's got that to, to work upon. Now, I'm not saying women, men could become speech therapists and women could become plumbers, but the reality is it just doesn't happen that way. That's one of it. And the other thing is, is, is men are looking at college as not as important as it used to be. And there's a lot of that. And I think even a younger generation across the board, male and female, are going, oh, do we really need to do this? Do we? Do we really? I mean, is this, is this something? So the, the, the college thing, the, influence, the men and women are two different things. So the things that she would be influenced, so men are inherently becoming more conservative. Young men in particular. And it's funny when they talk about this, the way they talk about this, it's like, oh, all that we're producing is young, angry incels who are right leaning. I'm like, that is such BS. Are there some of those people out there? Yes. But they're, well, they're conservative. No, they're nuts is what they are. They're pissed and angry at women and life. But to, to, to paint that swath is wrong. But I bring this up because her influence is big, but the people that she influences are already people that are probably, if here's the thing where her influence would matter, getting people to vote. That would be the thing. Getting people to the polls, not who to vote for because she votes for Biden and she's going to tell everybody for vote for Biden. They're already leaning to the left. So she's not influencing anybody 
in that direction. But I will tell you this, getting them to the polls would be her biggest influence. Not whether or not they should vote for somebody, because a vast majority of them are younger and they're not going to vote anyways, because they're younger than voting age. And the other part of it is, and this is, uh, is the young, they're not always dependable when it comes to voting. So there's a lot that goes into this. But to say that she isn't influential would be a lie. She's very influential. And abortion is, you know, when she came out and, and the choice thing was very big. In fact, France today, this is what you're not going to hear. What did France make a move to do today? France's National Assembly taking up a bill on Tuesday that would enshrine a woman's right to an abortion in the French Constitution. The measure was introduced after abortion rights were rolled back in the U.S. If it passes the Assembly, it will then head to the Senate. None of France's biggest political parties are questioning a woman's right to abortion. Paris. And people are going, that's right, France is doing that because they believe in a woman's right to choose. They're doing, do you guys hear that? Doing that. You guys should learn something from this. Let's take a look at the French law, which you won't hear. Ladies and gentlemen, so you can do it whenever, right? Like it's totally cool, just like whenever. Abortion is legal and we'll say, if this goes in, we'll stay. So up until 14 weeks after conception. 14 weeks. Well, wait a minute here. That's not second trimester or third trimester. I can't take the baby out right before it's born and club it. What? Now, granted, this is, you know, we should, let's all be honest about this. Uh, A woman's right to choose up into 14 weeks, I am completely fine with. We're one of the only three countries or so in the world that is like, hey, yeah, if you want to kill a baby in third trimester, knock yourself out. So that's why when I hear the left come out and go, you know, abortion. Most people believe it should be legal. I'm like, yeah, let's go through the trimesters and then, you know, and then we decide from there because you've got it right up into 14 weeks. And after that, it just drop. But you won't hear the rest of that today. I'm telling you guys, you won't. The, the people just thought, you know, France is doing it right. They're, they're enshrining the rights for this. They're enshrining it. Yeah, but they're not doing it whenever as if it's just a, you know, cosmetic procedure which doesn't happen, thank God, as much as maybe the right would want you to believe, just like the the left would want you to believe that every pregnancy is an unwanted pregnancy in theory. So both sides of the extreme have too much power and influence, and I think we need to slow that down. 323-538-2423, at Chad Menson Show is your Twitter. Rough Greens, R-U-F-F-Greens.com, slash Chad. Vitamins, minerals, probiotics, omega-369, all of this powerfully packed, amazing supplement that is in a powder form that you sprinkle on top of your dog's food is ready for you for free. All they ask you to do is cover the cost of shipping. And you do this by going to roughgreens.com slash chat. Now it's got vitamins and minerals and probiotics, but Chad, what do they do? Well, when they eat this and they consume this on top of their dog's food that you put out there, they're going to love the taste. You're going to love what it's going to do for your dog. It's going to help with their aches and their pains and their joint health. It's going to help with their digestive tract, their skin, their fur. It is truly amazing. I want you to try a bag for free. I love my dogs. I know you love your animals as well. Try a bag for free today. All they ask you to do is cover the cost of shipping. Call 888-90-MY-DOG. That's 888-90-MY-DOG for a free bag of Rough Greens today. Or go to roughgreens.com slash chad. Roughgreens.com slash chad. What's trending straight ahead? Chad Benson Show.
You're listening to The Chad Benson Show. Now it's time to find out what's trending. What's trending? Einstein, James Dean, Davy Crockett, Peter Pan, Elvis Presley, Disneyland, Princess Grace, Peggy Grace, Trouble in the Suez. Norway, Oman, Pakistan, Qatar, Russia, Suriname. Leonette, Brass, Nap, Lenny, Bush, and Lester Banks, birthday party, cheesecake, jelly, beef, boom. What's trending? What's trending on the interwebs, Chad? Let's find out what's trending on the old interwebs. Start with the Yahoo! Travis Kelsey. Israel Donald Trump. Aaron Moriarty. Talked a bit about her yesterday. Right? She's on The Boys. Megan Kelly said something about her plastic surgery. And she had plastic surgery, and she said she didn't, and she felt really upset, so she decided to leave social media. And how do you announce this on social media? Texas, Alex Murdaugh trial, Russia-Ukraine war, all trending on the Yahoo! Head over to uh, Twitter. Super Bowl, Chiefs, Ravens, Nicki Minaj. She had a diss track, apparently, about Bigfoot, which is, I think, Meg 3, Stallion 3... Three Meg, three Meg. What up, Meg? No, Meg three, uh, uh, the, apparently the Meg. Not the movie, the Meg three, which would be hilarious. But Megan, which is a great movie, too, because the little girl, she's like, I'm Megan, and then she does ninja stuff. And you're like, oh, my God, that robot's out of control. Uh, but there's a big diss track, and apparently people aren't thrilled by it because it's, it's not dissy enough. Lamar, Iran, Dan Campbell, Bigfoot, that's the diss track for for the use of America. Mahomes, Niners, Elmo, which is great. We'll get to that in a minute. Uh, Megan, because of the stallion and the the whole, like, you got a big foot, and then you got shot in the foot, and then, what? Oh, wow, that's crazy, and then, oh, wow. And so, Detroit, Somalia, could be the same place. You don't know. Have you seen Detroit lately? It's not very nice, Chad. Okay, the Lions did really well, and they're trying hard. I know they are. I know they are. Season's over, though. Head on over to uh, <laughs> to uh, Google Inter Miami. No more trading thing. Yesterday, they play Al Hilal in the Riyadh Season Cup 2024 Mababer. And I think Al Hilal is that the team that uh, Ronaldo plays for now? So there was a game yesterday. Messi, of course, playing for Inter Miami. Goff, the football player, says he likes Detroit. Despite all the rumors about Detroit, he likes it. The other day, I went on. I'm like, because it's fun. I'll watch. You watch a game. You ever do this? Because we just can't do one thing anymore. So you'll sit there and you're like, oh, what about a house cost in Detroit? (laughs) And you can go on Zillow. And I'm not lying, people. (laughs) You go on Zillow and you can get houses for like (laughs) $1,000. Are they not? They're not nice is what we're telling you. And there's probably people in there doing crack, is what we're trying to say. If you've ever seen New Jack City, still going on in Detroit. The Super Bowl, Nancy Pelosi thinks the pro-Palestinian protesters have all the earmarks of Russian influence. Because that's what you... Here's what the, the left does, right? So, when it comes to Donald Trump, it's just racism. And if it's not racism, then it's Russia. <laughs> That's the the two R's, Russia and racism. You push those, you're doing well, is what we're saying, kids, is what we're saying. Uh, Suicide Squad, kill the Justice League. Eminem, he says he's proud. 
of the Detroit Lions. He is Lauren Bobert. She finished fifth in a straw poll in her new district, which does not bode well for her. The Heat, the Knicks, CM Punk, more about Detroit. Again, go look at some of the houses there. We should do a we should do a bad house hunting episode one day where we just go look at cheesy bad homes for sale across the nation. Uh, those are the things trending on the old interwebs. It is Tuesday, and because it is Tuesday, that means it's tick-tocky. Should we have some fun? How about student debt? That's fun. The irony is, like, not lost on me that I pay tens of thousands of dollars for a journalism degree from one of the best journalism schools in the country, and yet never once in my professional life have I ever used that degree. But you know what stays with me? The student debt from that. And what am I supposed to say at that? Out of curiosity. You, why did you go get a journalism degree that you were never going to use? And in not using that, you're upset because you made a choice to go to a school where you decided to pursue a journalism degree in a, in an, and I'll be honest, in an industry that's dead and it's not getting better when it comes to the old school world of journalism. If you want, you can be a journalist today without a degree. And journalism and the media has never been more open than it is right now. But you decided, I'm going to pursue a journalism degree. And you went and you did it. Great. Fantastic. And now you're upset because you decided that that isn't something you want. They should have a a redo. Like, hey, I got a journalism degree. Yeah, I don't like it. Can you just change my degree to engineering? (laughs) Because this thing sucks. Oh, goodness me. Very angry, these students with their debt and silliness. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson shows your Twitter. You can tweet at us. You can uh, text the program. Love hearing from every single one of you. A lot of stuff still to get to. More on the response from America. What will it be like? Because Biden is telling everybody, it's coming. You better watch out. At a time of our choosing. That's, That's what he would say. He said it the other day. When we want to. We will bomb a warehouse. You better watch out and make sure nobody's there either. It's the Chad Benson Show. The Chad Benson Show. Independent thoughts, independent life. This is Chad Benson. Over the weekend, President Biden said he's ready to take action if Congress is serious about solving the border issue. If that bill were the law today, I'd shut down the border right now and fix it quickly. And Congress needs to get it done. Starting another f***ing war. <laughs> hey now, Joy Reid, starting another effing war. What kind of language is that? What do you think? Is it a podcast? She apologized. What'd you think about that, Chad? Do you think she should be fired? No. I think it'd be more entertaining if they let him drop F-bombs all over news. Wouldn't you? Wouldn't it be great to watch Night and Lose tonight on the Night and Lose? Another one of those situations that are taking place. I can't believe this is happening. Oh, my. And I'm telling you guys what. If this happens one more time, we're going to be after you. Tonight at 7. <laughs> Wouldn't that be entertaining? You're like, I think I'm going to watch the news tonight. I think I'm going to. They're cussing on the news now. Get out of town. No. No, I'm serious. Could you imagine Lester Holt coming on the news? Hey, everybody, it's me, Lester Holt. You'll never believe what happened tonight. 
at seven. And then he goes into his big thing. And then all of a sudden, one of the fools did something stupid. You're like, I think I'm watching the news. Be more entertaining, more in line with what's going on in America. Border is a nightmare. You know that. And I know that. They're coming after Mayorkas. Mayorkas has been working with the bipartisan group of senators to strengthen border security. Mayorkas. Sources say that deal would allow the president to shut down the border of migrant crossing spike. But Donald Trump gearing up for a likely rematch with President Biden is now calling on Republicans to reject it entirely. A move that has angered some top GOP negotiators. Anger. First of all. Republican on Republican crime. You guys need to calm the down. See what I did there? You need to calm. Okay. The fact that you went after, was it Langford the other day in Oklahoma? They're like, we're going to censure him here. I'm like, why? Well, because he's talking to the other team. You know, the other team is America, right? Like that's, that's, yeah, but they differ than, well, I get that. But it's trying to come up with, you know, a, a bipartisan bill. First of all. As I like to remind all of my Republican friends, if you want to do more legislation your way, if you want to have it your way, you got to win more elections. You got to put more people in place. You've got to do that. Now, back to the border. I kind of understand why you don't want to get a deal done if I'm Republicans. And it has nothing to do with Trump coming out and saying the, the you know, the quiet part out loud, which I still not a fan of. But he did it because that's Trump. And that's what he does. So, which is like, don't get a border deal because this is great for us. Okay, okay, that's fine. Yeah, whatever. You can look at this in so many different ways. First and foremost, I look at this and say, I don't even know if you'd enforce any of this. So let's start with that. Because you've got laws on the books now that you could use to enforce all of this stuff, and this would make this go away. The fact that you're coming out going, if you give me what I want now, I will then enforce the border. You could have been enforcing it along the way. Is it perfect? No, but could it have worked much better than whatever's going on now? Absolutely. 100%. That's one of the big reasons I would say, I don't know if I want to. I don't trust you anymore. I don't trust that you're going to do it. And I don't trust that even if we did this now, if you were to win the next election, it's a big if because I still think Trump's going to win the next election at this point. Anything could change. If that was to take place, what's to make me think that after the election, you're not going to go right back to it? what you've been doing, which is just ignoring all of this stuff all along. I look at this and I say to myself, there's a lot of reasons that aren't just political of why I would have a tough time getting on board with this. And the politics side of it, you can't ignore, obviously. But there's a lot of things that you can look at and say, eh, I don't know if I trust you. Sorry, you you haven't earned said trust in this situation. Gallup poll, new one out. We are, how should I say this? Consumer confidence is up, even though it still sucks. <laughs> Sorry, the best way to describe it. So our consumer confidence, so what we're looking at, consumers, us, you and I, which to me is the most important of all of the things that everybody looks at, all the metrics, all of these, the most important thing out there to me has always been consumer confidence because how you and I feel is really how goes all the stuff. In our lives, right? Because if we're feeling good about us, we're, yeah, well, look at us. We're the cock of the walk. Everything's going great. If we feel good that life is good, money is good, we're not worried, that's a good thing. That being said, it's still underwater by 26 points. Better than it was a few years ago when it was, you know, negative 58. But it is still underwater. So before they celebrate, like, look at this, we only suck a little bit. No, you still suck a lot of bit. And people still aren't feeling it at all. And then you've got this. 
In the past week, the price of regular unleaded went up about three cents a gallon nationwide, according to the Energy Department. Prices have been up and down, riding the oil markets in the last couple of months. But analysts say brace yourself for a substantial rise coming between mid-next month to May, when refineries begin switching to summer blends of gas, which costs more, summer and demand man. rises with spring and summer travel. Add to that any Mideast conflict, and the rise could really add to the cost of filling up. And we know how that goes, right? We know how that rolls if it's a big if gas prices start to rise which they normally do first of all summer blend summer blend sucks because we got the winter blend the summer blend so they what do they do we got to because the climate change chad we got to take all of these refineries offline then we got to fix these refineries so we can put the summer blend in like can't you just pour Something in there, like a mix, like you do with your car, and just go. No, we got to take them offline, and then we got to we got to do the thing, and then it's going to make everything better. But it really doesn't do anything. But it just you know, it's like it, it's so frustrating. <laughs> it's just it's it is so frustrating. So so we're going to do that. Then you've got the unease of what's happening in the Middle East. So what does this do? Makes the oil industry a little bit nervy. And the old saying is, you know, you, you, you know, you, <laughs> you buy the rumor and you, and you sell the fact. So you, you're buying and selling who knows what, what would be, I'm selling, I'm buying what, what's going with what the root. What's the rumor? What's the rumor? I need to buy somebody to sell something. What, what, what? The fact is, is we have no idea what's going to happen. If there was to be a, a massive conflict between us in Iran and, you know, the talks you know, Bolton came out yesterday and said, I'd hit their nuclear facilities. I'd hit the oil and gas facilities. They have, I heard even today, Joe Scarborough saying we should go after their, you know, to their, their oil pipelines and their production. Well, what do you think that's going to do? It's going to send gas prices through the roof because oil prices, well, people are going to start worrying about oil. And then all of a sudden it's, you know, and this administration understands that they're playing all the sides here and understanding that we're in the middle of something. So if we attack Iran and all of a sudden we attack them and we do the things that we need to do based on the fact that I'm not, you know, if I wasn't running for reelection, what would I do? Well, I would do this, but I am running for reelection. So if I do attack them, then what ends up happening? Well, then chances are oil prices are going to spike. That's going to put a lot of pressure on us. Then that Strait of Hormuz may be shut down. And all of a sudden, you know, the the, the chain uh, supply chain is south. And then, and, and, oh, my God, we're back to inflation going through the roof. And it's in the middle of the election. All that stuff's going through his mind. I mean, it, it, it sounds a little bit like this. The beer brewed here. <laughs> it is used to make the brew beer. In this, if I, oh, Earth Rider, thanks for the Great Lakes. I wonder why. But reality is there's a lot of things to think about. And if you're running for re-election, consumer confidence, gas prices, inflation, all of these things are sitting right there. So we could talk about, like, things are good, or the stock market, and all of these things, and blah, blah. Wall Street's not Main Street. Don't forget that. And all of that aside, how do you feel about it? And if gas rose by 50 cents or a dollar and prices started to rise again, that's going to land at the feet of this president, as it would any president. There's some things he can do and there's some things he just can't do. 323-538-2423 at Chad Benson Show is your Twitter 
Tweet at us. Text the program. I love hearing from all of you. Uh, California's nuts. That is all. It's a Petri dish of bad ideas. And this one, it's up there. There is a new controversial proposal here in California that would put a device in your car to limit how fast you can drive. A device in my car to limit how fast I can drive. When I first heard this, I'm like, there's only one person and he's a wiener that would even think about doing something like this. The new bill would require all cars in California to eventually have a new device called a speed governor and pretty much the device that goes in your vehicle and it prevents it, physically prevents it from going over 10 miles an hour over that speed limit. Now, this is all being introduced by State Senator Scott Weiner out of San Francisco. The bill would apply to any new car or truck made or sold in the state starting in 2027. Another part of the measure would require large trucks to install side guards to prevent pedestrians, cyclists and other vehicles from getting stuck under the truck during a crash. Told you it was a wiener. Scott Wiener, who comes up with all the worst ideas ever in California. A governor for your car. Think about that for a second. Hmm? California loving. Now, Senator Weiner says the bills are common sense actions to protect public safety. But critics call this government overreach and intrusion. They say it creates more bureaucracy and is a waste of money. He disagrees. When the federal government started mandating seatbelts, there were people who said, that's an overreach. You're invading my freedom. I think we understand now that without that seatbelts have saved countless, countless lives. Insane. California, and I bring this up because they are the petri dish of which bad ideas come out of and sprinkle out throughout the rest of the country, then permeating into our lives to the point where you're like, why do I have a governor on my car again? Oh, California. It must stop. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson shows your Twitter tweet. Text love here from all of you. Bulwark Capital, my buddy. Speaking of Main Street, Wall Street, my buddy, Zach Abraham. You guys hear him here every Friday. He'll tell you what's going on in the world. Now, here's the thing. The way that they approach stuff is they don't know what's happening tomorrow. They know there's going to be chaos. They know there's global unrest. They know that those things could all have an impact on what's going on in your retirement. So why not protect it? That's the one thing they know how to do for certain is protect, protect, protect. Risk management, number one strategy, active management. Not everybody has the same dreams for retirement. Some of you may want to start a business. Some of you want to sit on an island and drink out of a coconut and enjoy your life and do nothing else. They want to help you get there. Risk management, active management. That was, that's the hallmark of what Bulwark does. I want you to do this. Call them today, 866-779-RISK. Find out if they can do, a, you know, got a little time for you, which they will. Give you a free risk assessment on what's going on in your retirement. You can also check them out at knowyourriskradio.com. That's knowyourriskradio.com. Investment advisory services offered through Trek Financial LLC and SEC Registered Investment Advisors. Investment involved risk and are not guaranteed past performance, no guarantee of future results. It's the Chad Benson Show. Deep states? Uh, no. Deep doo-doo? Yeah. The Chad Benson Show. Uh, obviously, our deepest condolences uh, go out and our he- heartfelt condolences go out to the families uh, who lost uh, three, three brave 
uh, three brave, uh, three brave of uh, three folks who are who are military folks who are brave, who are always fighting, who are fighting on behalf and of uh, this administration of the American people. Obviously, more so, more importantly, uh, we lost those souls. I have no idea what she's saying there. Do you? No, she was trying to get through the KJP yesterday. Uh, we know the three soldiers that were killed. Obviously, there are many more injured. How injured are they? It's it's tightly held uh, secret as it should be. But this is definitely not a good look. And yesterday, Kirby uh, was grilled. And one of the big questions is, hey, that thing where everybody said, don't, 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 Iran, don't, 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 don't. Do you guys remember that? Uh, it didn't work. Clear, obviously, that don't didn't work. Does the president have any regret over not pushing, punching back harder in any of the prior responses that he's taken to these proxy attacks on U.S. forces? I would, uh, uh, I think I would push back on the idea that we didn't push back harder. Uh, that we have taken significant action against uh, Iran economically. We have certainly taken some ad- additional and uh, more aggressive steps to go after these groups. Um, we're certainly taking aggressive action uh, against the Houthis to try to d- defend shipping in, in the Red Sea. I mean, this idea that somehow we've just, you know, whistled past the graveyard here and, and, and walked away from the challenge that Iran poses just isn't borne out by the facts. Iran, uh, uh, these proxy groups have been attacking uh, our troops and our facilities in Iraq and Syria well before this administration as well. And we... For instance, Mike Waltz said this morning that when you're trying to play defense constantly rather than punching back in a meaningful way, this blood is on this administration's hands. What what is the response from the White House to an accusation like that? What I would tell you and I would tell the congressman is we're mindful of what Iran's doing in the region. And... Uh, we have taken aggressive action against these proxy groups and about and, and on their influence in the region. And there are decisions yet to come. Yeah. And I think everybody wants to see what those are. Several people said it yesterday. We've been saying the quiet part out loud for a long time. You attacking a warehouse at 2.30 in the morning with the cleaner as the only person in the warehouse, knowing full well that there's going to be very limited damage to anybody because you don't want to hurt somebody or kill somebody. You don't want to escalate this. All of the things that, you know, because you think you can negotiate your way. Go back to what Bob Gates said about him. Bob Gates worked with every administration in the defense side of it. You know, right, left. It was no big deal. He said that this president, before he was even president, has been on the wrong side of every geopolitical thing that he can think of. So the question is very real. Is what do they do from here? If don't doesn't work and you're going to attack strategically an empty warehouse in the middle of nowhere that basically has canned food in it and think that you did something, you're going to continue to get what you get. And know this, luck is not a strategy unless you're that girl on Deadpool where luck is her only thing that she has that's an amazing superpower. Outside of that, sorry, it ain't going to work. So that's why I said yesterday, fish your cut bait. Don't leave our men and women in there as cannon fodder for people thinking they're not going to do anything to us because they don't want to escalate. And so we can kind of do what we want to do because this, this guy doesn't want any of what we are offering him right now. 
So, and then what ends up happening is, like anything, you allow it to go on for so long that eventually something even worse happens than this. God willing, it doesn't. Then your reaction has to be that much greater that puts everything at risk for destabilization. So they've got to make a serious decision. What that will be, I couldn't tell you. I just think it's going to be strategic. This is my opinion. It's going to be, you know, like we hit a warehouse in the middle of some place in Iran and we really got them and they'll hit them with Reaper drones and and there'll be, you know, Iran, of course, will come out. It could be an empty field and they'll come out and say you killed 50,000. So that'll be their thing. And then everybody will be screaming, ah, and it'll strengthen the regime, which is one of the things I heard yesterday from a couple people said, you know, maybe they think there's weakness in the regime and they don't want to do anything that may give their people power behind them because they're having their struggles at home. Yeah, that aside, you got to figure something out. You do. You and I both know that. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Tweet at us. Text the program. Solid, fun show today. We'll do it again tomorrow. If you miss any show, grab the podcast. Check us out on X and everything else. You guys have a great Tuesday. And because it is Tuesday, and because we care about you, go get yourself a taco. Night-night, Jack. This is the Chad Benson Show.